Welcome to PIWC Worcester's podcast. Thank you for joining us. We pray that in your time spent with us, you will be blessed and edified even as we grow in faith. Please enjoy and may the Spirit illuminate your hearts. Lord, and celebrate the faithfulness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We give glory and honor to the Lord. And we want to welcome all of us to this august meeting. Uh, I have requested that today we do uh, a family service. So please, if you see your kids coming to you, embrace them. Uh, we want to have that kind of uh, relationship meeting where we have the opportunity to spend some quality time with our children, even as we learn together. We thank the name of the Lord and bless his name for the opportunity. So if uh, the Sunday school teachers, everybody, they are down there, please, let's make sure everybody comes. Uh-huh. Some of these things are important for everybody to embrace. Most blessed, most glorious, the to the Lord and celebrate his name again, you realize that one of the institutions that has been well hit in the contemporary times is the family. And unfortunately, uh, sometimes we come, dust off everything and sit here like nothing is happening. But many people are struggling in their families. 
And one of the reasons why it is so is that we have not been instructed much on it. Relationship in general has not been very good. Please, I want to sound optimistic, but permit me to also be pessimistic. That relationship in general has broken down and people love themselves more than they love each other. Sincerely, people stand and preach the word of God. And mostly, it is from a heart that is separate from the heart that we serve God individually. Genuineness has been taken and crushed. Integrity is no longer something that is desired. And as long as mine is in there, that is where I preach and I push that it goes on. Politicians no longer want to yield power. And because of influence, people take people as their friends. Not because they want them, but they can use them to an end. That is how unfortunate it has happened. But this hate of relationship has hit the family so hard. And that is where all these things come from. It has become necessary as it was put before us to look into things that challenge us and begin to let us look at our relationships in a different light by the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Thank you, Spirit of the living God. We give honor to you. You instituted marriage. And you are the only person that we can come to in these challenging times. Even as we gather before you, we pray that you will speak to us. We pray that you will challenge us. Let us obtain heart of wisdom and do all things to the glory of your name. In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. I want us to read Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2 to 3, and also James chapter 4, verse 1. If you project it in the New International Version, I will be very happy. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Hallelujah. We also want to read James chapter 4 verse 1. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires, that battle within you? Please can we go on? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. Do you not have because you do not have because you do not ask. Please, let's go on. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives 
that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Please, let's go on. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, therefore, anytime you see the word therefore, ask, why is, what is it therefore? Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Amen. You look at the readings that we have done, and I want to tackle relationship, but I want to look at it from the context of resolving family conflicts. Uh, we can be exhaustive as we could within the week, and it has been very wonderful. But I've been thinking deep about the fact that uh, for myself, I don't think I had time to deal with real things that causes fight amongst us and causes difficulty amongst us. And uh, if you look at the James, every form of fight and conflict and quarrels comes from not the partner you are looking at, but yourself. Uh-huh. Not the partner you are looking at, but yourself. But if you also look at the Ephesians, it says that we should be completely humble. Complete means what? Complete. Completely humble. How many of us are humble? Completely humble. I think it's only the children that we will get. Because if if you analyze your life very well, you realize that there is something in us. You see, there's pride around a lot. There's pride around a lot. But it says that be completely humble and be completely gentle. Uh, This is with regards to our relationship amongst ourselves. We are supposed to be humble. When humility is being described, it is compared to doves. So vulnerable, so gentle in spirit. The Lord wants us to be completely humble. So the question I'm asking myself is that, see, by my introduction, Everything hinges on family and relationships. I want to widen it because some of us here are not married. And please, if you have kids around you, I'm intentionally bringing them here. So make sure, please, you bring them. Uh, Some of us who have more than one, that means that somebody has to help us to keep them calm. Please, help us. Uh, But the reason why I'm bringing these children here is that for a long time, we have thought that these kids don't hear anything. Maybe because you are able to uh, manage a home or go to work and come back and you drive a car, you may think of the youth or even the Sunday school kids as people who are not very observant. But I tell you, they are smarter than we are. They see everything that goes on. They analyze everything that comes out of our mouth. They know it. They can 
you, when adults speak, they forget very quickly. Because the things are so many. But our kids keep it. And they will remind you, Mommy, Daddy, are you not the one? Are you here? Because for you, you have said it and there is a lot on your mind you have forgotten. But these kids have never forgotten. But know that what you said, you have sown a seed. If what was wrong is what you said, you have sown a seed and a conflict in the heart of that child. Ah. But see, nobody sows uh, a seed of corruption and actually reaps what is good. You see, if our nation and our churches are getting bad, let us refer back to the family. Let us refer back to the parents. Because nobody sows apples and reaps pineapples. The family as an institution today is struggling. Husbands and wives often suffer strained relationships. And there are many, many children who are not here now, youth who are not here now, because they have problems with their fathers and mothers. We come here, oh, God help us, up and down. Please excuse me to be blunt a little bit. I just want to tell the truth. We go up and down, but we are the cause, the reason why our kids are not here. Unfortunately, we are the reasons why we are not here. Because you struggle with them, we don't present the truth to them as we live. And when they talk, we have the Almighty shut up. You see, so many people, many of our kids have only shut up. But within them, there's something boiling that they cannot tell anybody. Because the one they can tell is the one who is shishish them. Families have challenged have so many challenges. Parents and children are frequently at odds with one another. Much misery in life is as a result of dysfunction in family relationships. Much of the troubles that we are going through. Please, if you are youth here, don't let this one bore you at all. If you have your phone, let it be that you are using it to write notes, not testing. I want you to listen to this very well because it will help all of us. When we see your phone, let us see that you are taking notes. I believe that many of the issues going on is as a result of conflicts that we have. One of the causes of conflict in our homes, unfortunately, among Christians, is money. Parents are fighting everywhere because of a dollar. Money has become a reason why a father will slap a mother with the glare of their children. See, many people are suffering a lot of things in our homes, but they keep it because maybe when they report how events will turn, 
might not be very good. But our kids have seen a lot of this. We use abusive words against each other because of money. But sometimes even what we fight on as money may not be so significant. It is something very, very, very little. But because of money, most couples argue over bills. Who should pay it? I've witnessed a situation where the man has the bills in the house and the rent to pay. And the woman is supposed to buy stuff for the home. Uh-huh. You bring the food in. Because of that, <laughs> when the man closes, he goes to pick all his friends to come and enjoy food in the house. Please, are you here? Because, so that the woman can also spend her money. Wickedness. To this point. We argue over bills, spending, and other financial issues. You see, I've not been here very long, but one thing I see is that all the struggles of our toil, where are we taking it to? But even if you, if I don't die early, you see, we use that money to go and build houses in our home countries. Something that for the whole of your time that you live, maybe you will stay in there more, not more than five. But you spend quality time and resources to build over their concentration. Please, am I preaching? Today, I didn't bring the voice that shouts because I want us to reason. We are reasoning together. These things are killing us. Money. The Bible says that money is the root of all evil. All evil. All evil. In the James that we read, I want to bring your mind again to it. That what causes quarrels and divisions amongst us? Our own selfish interests. You see, sometimes we become so self-conscious that we lose the importance of family. So conscious. How do I look out there? Eh? You go and build out there and you put ah, so that in the community you have a skyscraper. I want to recommend to all of us. You see, life is very short. Very, very short. The Bible says that enjoy life with the wife of your youth. Money should not be a reason why we fight. I have seen this. I talk more amongst people and try to develop my skill and know what is going on. I spoke to one lady and she said that 
Personally, I and of mine, we keep accounts together. The only thing I keep aside is investment. Huh. Apart from that, everything goes together. So when you give money to me, you have given to Sofmami. When you give money to Sofmami, you have given to me. Huh. So, uh, but those I keep occasionally. So it's an investment. I think about it that investment for what? I met a lady and I told her this is what we do. He said that, Pastor, maybe the two of you, you are able to do things well. That is why you keep that one. But what I do with I and my husband is that she has her income, I have mine. He has and I have mine. So we have a common account and we contribute percentages to it. That is what we use to pay all the bills and do other things. But when something important comes up, then we will also sit down again, consider things, and bring resources together to do it. I saw a sense in it. Because, you see, no, within the family, the mother or the father should not depend so much on you to the extent that everything they need, they have to come to you. No, no, no. There should be money. When you agree that one should work and one should stay at home, her what she's doing and the income she's bringing is the kids she's keeping at home. And when you go to uh, the whites, they handle this very well with agreement that one has accepted to stay at home for the sake of who? The children for the sake of the children. And that this is where the children come in. That, you see, somebody who has gone to school and studied extensively has to put education and the income that they have to make down for the sake of you. That is how important you are, but that is how you are supposed to accept small distance. The parent you have is the new young people who are coming up, who are going to school and getting the, becoming doctors and many of these accolades. But majority of our parents have to make do with CNA so that you can get a greater GPA to become the doctor. Uh-huh. So if you don't look at your families and your fathers and your mothers this way, you are failing. The reason is that they have really spent... You see, there is nothing parents cannot buy. But for the sake of the progress, this thing I'm saying, I know I'm communicating. And these guys, has, uh, all of us, including the young people, have to listen to this. That real sacrifice has to be made for you. But we are not talking about payment of fees or tuition. But we are talking about the fact that somebody has to lay down everything for the sake of you. This is how important you are. And this is how we want you to take it. Another thing that brings conflict in the home, unfortunately, is our children. Our children. 
This is also one of the reasons why I sketch you are here. Let us read Colossians chapter number 3, starting from verse 18. It says that wives, be submissive to your husbands as fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and don't be bitter toward them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not exasperate your children so they won't be, become discouraged. If you look at this very well, there is a responsibility that is given to every member of the home. Nobody is exempted. But children, there is wisdom in God telling you to obey the parents in the Lord. Why? Because they are the authority God has instituted over you. So if you are obeying, it is an authority that God has had over you. Many kids, many youth want to have their own way. It is their way or the highway. And many people threaten their parents that if you don't allow me, I will leave the house. You see, as long as we leave, you may think you are hurting your parents. But when the child decides to sit on the floor and scratch at this thing, at the end of the day, you are going to suffer. So all these things we are doing, you are supposed to be wise. See, don't let things that come across be so attractive to you that you think that uh, if your parents don't allow you, then you are not this. You are not that. Trust me. There are a lot of things all the parents have seen. But why are we here? Because we have, the, we have seen that God is the way out. God is the way out. There's one guy I admire so much. I don't like food so much. But there's one guy I admire so much. He died by committing suicide. The one who got, went around tasting food. He had one of the most attractive. <laughs> because he went around, tasted food. But one day, we just heard that he had committed suicide. He always said, Anthony Bodan, right? Bodan, yes. Yes. So I was asking myself, so going to school, maybe getting even your best job may not bring happiness in you. As I stand here, I'm 39 years old. I'm still asking, is there something in life beyond going to school, getting a job, marrying? The only means by which a person becomes successful is to allow themselves to be trained first. Then they know God for themselves. Now when you know God by being obedient, parents, then you are mature enough to become whatever you want to become in this life. 
There are some parents here right now, if they will be sincere to tell you, they did not get where they are supposed to get to, or they have something in their lives because of maybe a disobedience they did to their parents. They, they were taught the right thing. Parents always will give you the right information. When you are out there and you are on your phone, remember, phones sometimes can be addictive. And the result of those things is being trained by something that will not bless your life. When you are looking at the screen, remember that your eyes has a problem. But apart from that, remember that values of life are not always on the internet. God has invested them in our parents through experience. Experience is the best teacher. So never allow your heart to go astray. You see, regardless of the knowledge you have amassed, don't try to break your parents. I, I met some kids who, uh, who go when the mother is not there, go and tell the mother this knowing that the father is not there. Then when they are so smart and they know they want to have their way out, tell him, mother this. Then mommy say, no. Or even the fathers usually have been saying, uh, going, so good. no. Then, you know, daddy says no. When daddy is out, then they will come and talk to mommy. Mommy, this, that, that. And mommy says, it's fine. Then when the parents come, they are fighting. I'm talking about causes of conflict. And I'm saying children are the causes of conflict. And I want to dwell on this a lot. If I don't even say anything more, I want you to know that when you do that, immediately you have put the hairs of your parents together. And it is not everything that is communicated. When you grow up, I have come to see that when people are growing up, they learn to talk less. But don't forget, it is not gone. It is here. It is here. So, try as much as possible. Don't always look at a way by which you can meet gratifications selfish interests, but in the same process, put people's heads together. Never allow yourself to do that. So sometimes when you see parents fighting, maybe some of the fights, you are part of the reason why they are fighting. Yes, because uh, just imagine a father tells a mother, that, uh, a, a kid, don't do this. He expects it to be obeyed. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Then the mother allows it. He said, oh, one of the things I've seen in many marriages is that, and unfortunately, let me say it, and as I'm telling you, I look at things a lot. One guy is out of the house because there is a family fight. And unfortunately, the man was very physical. 
So they call something, is it restraining or removal from the house? Then when he was being removed from the house, what this man started saying was that the mother has been kicking the children against him. So, most of the divorces that happen surround around the kids. Parents, I want to tell everybody that it takes two people to give birth to a child. And it takes the same two people to own the child. There should never be, and I want to repeat this, and uh, it takes two people to bring up children. So as much as you are taking care of the kids, always remember when you are speaking that you are only one part of two people who give birth to a child. Never think that you own or you have the, ch- you have the child's interest more than the father or the mother. There are so many men that are bitter in the homes. The reason is that they feel that parents, mothers, are hitting their children against them. Am I too blunt? This is what is going on. And if we really want to solve issues, we have to spill the beans. Uh-huh. So when you are talking, why am I doing all this? So that some people are not aware that even how you speak can cause a conflict in your home. Uh-huh. Conflicts, most of the conflicts, come from how we speak. When you have problems with your kids, remember that you have a power position. Why did you do that? Immediately, it rises something in the child. If you are not fortunate and your child is larger and stronger than you, you are causing a conflict right there. Please, so when you are speaking, you see, you are the father. You are the mother. But when you are speaking, calm down. Speak to somebody that also has sense and you can reason with. What the kids have been going through and they see, you have no idea. You have no idea. So children can be a source of conflict. Money, intimacy, household chores, friends, friends, friends. I said it three times. Friends. You see, uh, I know my time is going, but let me spend time and tell you that nobody should have your best interest at heart more than the one you have married. More than your father and your mother. Why? Because if you don't pass that exam and you stay at home, Remember that you are a burden for the father and mother. And people are looking at you like, oh, as for your children, they didn't progress. As a matter of fact, when you are doing it best, <laughs> it's not the money we want to, it's only the peace we get for training up children and coming up good. That one a lot in itself is a reward that you can give to us. 
Money? No, no, no. Not your money. We can go to 7-Eleven and get $7. And we will still survive till we die. It is not the money at all. Oh, if you are clapping, clap for Jesus. Yes. But the reason why we are bringing you up is so that out of that, there will be some pride. I will be able to stand and say that this is my child. He stayed with me. I brought them up in the fear of God. And this is how they turn out. You see, when I go everywhere, as I'm telling you, I look a lot. Last time, let me just stop with this example. But what we are saying is that there is no pride a parent will get, right, to have a child who stayed with them, went to school. You see, one thing I see, let me give this example. Those kids who get Ivy League schools and they are accepted in all the schools, right? Most of the time, the kids are smart. Most of the time, parents didn't do anything. But look at when CNN is giving the interview. Then the father will say, we did this, we did that, we did this. You see, as a result of the pride that comes with it, right? We, we want to be proud of you. Oh, hallelujah. We, we, we love you as youth. And you see, we are praying that you become the president. You make the big grades in school become responsible in society. That of itself is a reward to us. Hey, this Ghanaian parent whose, whose children had accepted in all the Ivy League schools. Hey, I pray I will be one one day. That day I will speak English. <laughs> this is what we are saying. We want to heal ourselves. Let us understand that all these things are there. So, how do we avoid some of the conflicts? Treat every encounter as a potential conflict situation and go at it wisely. Treat every encounter as a potential conflict situation and go at it wisely. You see, people have things that they have gone through. As we are sitting here right now, people have different things they are thinking about. They have experiences and they interpret information differently. The same thing we see, people look at it differently. Uh Culture has become a reason why our families have been scattered. You see, when back home, an adult should not be sweeping when a child is sitting down. I've heard a situation where a father was sweeping, the kid was sitting down, and when he got there, he lifted the leg for the father to sweep, sweep under it. Right amongst you, I have heard we were in one of the programs, and uh, things were there to be picked. Then the adults came to pick it. Then I heard one of the older people say that. Ah. He said it in she. Ah, but I won't say it in she. I'll say it in ah. So kids are here and people are picking stuff like that. I heard it here in the U.S. here. Uh-huh. Amongst you when I came. 
So what we are saying is that, see, when the Bible says that children obey your parents in the Lord and do all these things, this is what we are saying. You see, the devil will make some of these things we are talking about so obsolete and out of date. But I'm telling you that anyone who progresses in life as a child has gone through some of these things. Huh. And how they made it. Uh-huh. So be attentive. Get things. Treat every potential encounter as this thing. So talk very wisely. Do it in such a way that you are avoiding any conflicting situation. If possible, explain yourself where. If you think you are misunderstood, seek for means by which you will explain yourself. Never pick anything at heart. Like, don't be bitter at anything. You are killing yourself. Explain to people, if they don't get it, that is it. Because you cannot kill yourself for everybody to understand you. So, explain it sincerely, but as you are doing it, be wise. Know that what you are saying can spark fire. And that will be you who caused that to happen. The basis of everything is the word of God. When I was starting to uh, do all these things, I told you and I read for you Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2 to 3. It says that for us to be able to keep the bond of peace, you see, family is supposed to be bonded together. And it is the Holy Spirit that binds us together. But we are supposed to be able to keep the bond of peace in love. So when you are speaking, we speak the truth in love. You see, there are so many ways by which you can say something. You insulted the people, but everybody will rise up and clap for you. You said the same thing, and they will rush you out of the meeting. Wisdom requires that you keep love. When you are speaking, speak out of a heart that wants to preserve relationship. Speak when you are speaking across to your wife. Speak to her as you want to keep relationship. She is your partner. Uh-huh. Those who are not married, you are not missing anything. If we had opportunity to be doing these things, maybe some people here, their marriages would be better than that. That is why we are pushing, we are doing everything to make sure that relationships go on well. Oh, hallelujah. So when you are speaking to somebody, when you have any encounter, think about it well. But you see, the focus here is the Lord. The focus here is that you are doing it as pleasing to God. I used to speak dashing here and there a lot. I realized that by the time I finish, I feel that what really God has laid upon my heart, I didn't share with the people. And it's a lot. So forgive me if you see me very young <laughs> adopting this approach. It helps me a lot. So that I can say that whatever God gave to me and whatever I have received, I have shared with you. Uh-huh. 
But what I want to let you know, we, we are about to pray. But what I want you to know is that for you to be able to keep relationship and solve many, go through many things, there are some secrets that have been said here. The first one, as it has been said, is humility. Humility. Humility is to calm down. Calm down. You see, you are dealing with a child. You are dealing with your wife. You are dealing with your husband. But the way you speak, our chairman was speaking, and I realized that he was saying that when you are walking up and down and you are proud, they know. And I was saying, so I'm going, I have not opened my mouth. But you see, even the way we talk conveys more. Uh-huh. Sometimes when you are talking, consider the people who are there. You see, as much as we are advocating all these things, what the Bible has said about children obeying their parents in the Lord, wives submitting, husbands loving, is never to be taken off the table. So when you are talking to your father, remember that you are speaking to an authority figure. Don't talk to him as if you are talking to any person. You see, there is liberality. But we keep that liberality in wisdom. Because if you don't take care, you become so free in this life that you think everything is liberal. And you will hurt yourself in the process. I want to repeat again. You will hurt yourself in the process. There are many people who are at very good places, not because they are smart. As a matter of fact, I don't know about other people, but I don't think I'm a pastor because I know better than everybody. When I come off here, I will get some of these elders who can preach better than I do. The only reason why I'm here is because it is a call. And human beings have to, have to bring it up. I have an elder who has died, Elder Ebokwe. When we came, he was in the church. Papa, you may know him. He brought us up. He is somebody who will sit, watch you. He will give you the floor. Like you do for uh, the youth here. He will let you talk, talk, talk. When you finish, then he will call you. Again. You see? You said this very well. But if you added this, it would have been well. I've met parents who are teachers. You see, if we don't get to that place, I love Charles Stanley's church. But it is not a place if you sell it for me to pastor even with all the monies in the world, I will not. Why? Because the church doesn't have a future. Everybody there is great. Our best is in our future. And but for this thing to really go on well, there must be that kind of a heart of a father really inclined towards the children in peace. Now for that to happen, something must start from the kids as well, the youth as well, all of us as well. Because it is difficult, the last time I checked, it is very difficult to bring up a proud person. When you are down, God lifts you up. 
So we are praying in the name of Jesus that in everything we will be able to push. Please, would you be outstanding for a short time? Treat your family like brethren or a friend with lowliness, gentleness, long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. Just as loving brethren helps to ensure good days and answered prayers. Love your family and do not throw them away. Remember, it always takes two to fight. So sometimes, if you don't want to fight, when things escalate, keep quiet. If it is possible, move on. It takes two. Make sure that you are humble enough, you are patient enough, and do everything you can to keep the bond of peace. The bond of peace. That endearment. I don't know about you, but I think that if this part of the work has been done well, we don't have a problem with the church. We don't have a problem with the nation. We don't have a problem with wherever life is. But I am praying, and you also want to pray, that God will visit the home again. Give us skill, wisdom, and understanding to be able to do things so well and perfectly that money should not separate us. Children should not separate us. Intimacy should not separate us. Relatives should not separate us. Religion should not separate us. Whatever has been a means by which we are separated, the solution. You see, I didn't come to give you worldly one. Uh, you have to uh, kneel down. You have to do this. The Bible is saying that complete humility, patience, and a bond or unity of love. Have peace in your heart and do this. I don't know about you, but I want you to lift up your voice. That, oh God, there is something in this that you want to communicate to me. I pray in the name of Jesus that my part, please don't look at some other person's part. It is always your part. So if you are a child, it is your part. If it is a father, it is my part. If it is a woman, it is your part. You want to go before God that, oh God, we want to refresh and start a new thing. Let some spice come. Let it come into our family relationships. I pray in the name of Jesus that whatever I have feared from the past, forgive me. But I pray in the name of Jesus that with wisdom you will fill me with understanding. In the name of Jesus, wherever you are, you want to pray. Keep us so talabasaya. Thank you once again for joining us. We pray that you were blessed. Click on the other episodes to continue on this journey with us. Don't forget to share and follow this podcast. God bless you. Thank you.